Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hello, Alex. Hi, Laura. Hi, welcome to February. <laughs> welcome yourself. How are you doing? You know, I always have to say that it's February like that. So I remember how to spell it. February. Yes. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. Thank you. And also it's 2024. I'm not that I've been writing checks or anything recently, but I have to keep saying 2024. I agree. Uh, Let's keep reminding ourselves and then maybe by August, yeah. I'll have it down. Yeah, totally. I'll be like ready. <laughs> yeah. I'll be ready to I'll write just, some checks. I'm just going to start training for 2030 now. <laughs> I think you should. You know what? You just have a few more years and then you'll be right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, great. Um, Okay, so we, Susan Miller is back. Our queen is back with like normal length horoscopes. Yeah. Yeah. And she published, I think, very late on the first of the month. Well, I think it was technically like already 1 a.m. Eastern, but for other people in other time zones, it would have still been February 1st. So like, impressive I gotta say that they are back to normal length and they're on time so I'm gonna give credit to her assistant same good job yeah good job new assistant yes yeah yes Susan's on top of it she's back she's traveling traveling she's telling us about celebrities yes she is okay so before we get into the horoscopes on her Instagram she's been kind of posting like little things about like what today is and then she's also has been um i think interviewed a few times and the one that i paid the most attention to because this is what everyone on the planet is paying attention to well not everyone on the planet everyone in north america <laughs> oh, actually i don't know if canada is paying attention anyway taylor swift global phenomenon i think most people know she's dating footballer football player travis kelsey he is destined for the super bowl they seem to be very in love. It's like the one of the best rom-coms I've ever watched. Like now that we have Taylor Swift in 4K from the NFL cameras and there's mics on them, like you get to hear their real life. Like, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Like it's, wow, a really wonderful time to be alive if you are like somebody who gets a lot of um, energy from like living vicariously through other people's romances. <laughs> I didn't realize that about the mics. Oh, yeah, because if you, oh, Alex, I feel like I spent like at least 48 full hours watching Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey interact from every single angle that had been leaked on the internet. Like, whatever the NFL cameras are, people's cell phones, and people will do compilations so you can watch their like 30 seconds, but from every single angle, like it's a 4D movie. Wow. And the, there's mics on all those cameras so you can hear them like hugging and whatever they're saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, thank you so much to the universe for this like little live action rom-com. Anyway, Susan Miller was of course asked for her opinion on this romance. And my favorite is that she was like, it's on some website called twofab.com. And Susan was like, I never say no to twofab.com. And I was like, I'm sorry. Are other outlets like beating down your door for an interview, but twofab.com. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry, yeah. CNN. Yeah, CNN. <laughs> I'm sorry, BBC. Yeah. I've got two fab on the line. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, it's like the same phone that's next to her phone that deals directly with NASA. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, there's one for NASA and yeah. one for two fab. Yeah, so she can check on the planets with NASA and then check in with two fab.com. Okay. So, <clears throat> 
So they asked her many things, and like I, the highlights for me were that she definitely was in favor of a Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift um, pairing. That like the romance looked good for them. Also, that like their some of their placements and their things were like, of course, they're both very good in their careers and have like a high status. But what she really enjoyed is that um, Travis Kelsey has a Sagittarius moon and Taylor Swift is famously a Sagittarius. Everyone knows her birthday is December 13th. And so that means that they understand each other emotionally. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And then um, there were other things about their placements that Taylor, that uh, Susan said were good. But then, you know, of course, they wanted to know like, and are they going to get engaged? Because there's some people are like, I'm like, slow down, you guys. They're like, just started dating. Like, if they don't want to get engaged now, like, slow your roll. You know, like, just, we don't need we don't need the rom com to play out at light speed. We don't, Laura. Yeah. But twofab dot com yeah. has to ask the tough. They questions. have to ask the tough questions. So Susan was like, I don't think so. And also, that's up to them. She said, but I will say for Taylor, something about how Jupiter is, and and Susan's been talking about this in several other horoscopes, but I think it's Jupiter between May of 2024 and May of 2025. Are, is the best time to get engaged in the next 12 years for Taylor. Okay. So, like, if it's going to be, like, you know, Susan also likes to be like, there's free will and whatever, but, like, if she picked this time and she did do this time, it was a very auspicious time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think there is an astrologer on Taylor's team? Ooh, interesting. Very interesting. I j- I hmm maybe because of the Midnight's album she put one on. I don't know. She's so into like signs and numbers that like it would kind of make sense, you know, mm-hmm, that like mm-hmm. but she's also into like like Easter eggs and clues. So I don't know. Right. Uh, the like the main interaction seems to be that she plants things and other people like to decode and find out what the messages are. And so I feel like it's more important, like, she likes, I would think of her more as a numerology person because she's so into 13, than I would okay. think of her as a horoscope person. But I don't know. Okay. Well, no. I mean, I trust yeah. your opinion. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and I also think that, like, na- she's a natural numerologist because she's so obsessed with 13 and everything. Like, all these things, when she releases them, the numbers end up add- adding up to 13. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like she's much more numerology, numerology nascent. I've just invented uh-huh, that uh-huh. term. Yeah. Then uh, even if she's not like uh, consulting a professional. Okay. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I I accept that answer. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, so I highly enjoy Susan Miller on 2fab.com. And I expect more from her from 2fab because she never says no to them. Yeah. Gosh, I can't wait for the next article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yes, that was a delight for me to have my Swifty world coincide with my Susan Miller world. It was, wow. I mean, that felt like a real pairing for me. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get into the February stuff, do we want to give an embezzlement update? Did you get embezzled, Alex? <laughs> Which I didn't get. Became, you did not. But this is a segment where we talk about any predictions that were maybe accurate. Personally, right. very subjectively. Yeah, and it yeah. can be about embez- embezzlement or it can uh. be literally about anything else. Yeah. I was not embezzled. Thank – I'm so happy to hear that. Which, again, means that nothing that Susan talked about in my January horoscope mm-hmm. came true. Great. However, mm-hmm. I am a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I have many Scorpio friends. Mm-hmm. 
Many Scorpio friends who read Susan Miller. Great. One of my friends who was born the day after me, actually, in fact, she's had kind of like, as a lot of people have, kind of like a tough time with jobs in the past few years. Um, And she's been looking for work and it's like been a whole thing because that's always like the world's worst process. Yeah. So Susan for January for Scorpio wrote, The full moon in Leo of January 25th could be a very exciting moment for it will appear at the very highest point in your chart, set to spotlight your career in an exciting way. It could be a moment of great reward for past work well done. You may be offered a promotion, new title, a position, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. on January 25th or around there. Wow. Okay. So my friend, the Scorpio, was fully embezzled when she was offered a job on January 25th. Oh, my God. What a wonderful embezzlement update. Yay. Yay. Oh, my Very gosh. Exciting. Wow. I know. Congratulations. I know. Yeah. So that was wow. great. Okay. Yeah. So wow. some embezzlement. Um, I don't have an embezzlement update, but I just remembered that, like, somewhere around that same time, Susan said, like, foreign people will be helpful. And, like my co-writing partners in Canada. So I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> that counts. Sure. 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 We'll give Thank it you. to you, Susan. Okay. Thanks, Susan. <laughs> I do remember her saying that, that foreign yeah. people would be yeah. so, sure. happening. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> okay, wow, great. Wow, that was a great one. Thank you so much for sharing. It. And congratulations to your friends. Yes, congratulations. Wow. We're very excited. And thank you for letting me know and letting me share your story in the embezzlement update. Yeah, wow, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. So should we get into the February stuff and uh the note? Let's get into the note. It was, you know, it, was it was a lot of business, Lady Susan Miller. It was like, you know, a really good bulletin board, if you will. Yeah, Susan has some things going on. There was some businesswoman. There was some astrology. Basically, spoiler for all the signs, we've all kind of got like Uranus trouble coming our way. Mm-hmm. Um, so is, he, is that Uranus going to be a pain in the butt? <laughs> really big pain in the butt, Laura. <laughs> the jokes never get old. They huh? never get old. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's okay. that's what's happening, but it's not a laughing matter, frankly. Oh, oh yikes, okay. No, um, okay. always a laughing matter when it comes to your honest. <laughs> but yeah, so she starts off by telling us that she has a speaking engagement in Dallas. Oh, yes, I'm very excited. I have friends in Dallas. I let them know um, that there is an event, and then there's also a private dinner the evening before, which is a separate ticket. Just yes, and know. Susan says, buy that now because that's yeah. going to go fast. Yeah, no, wow, fantastic, okay. Right, uh-huh. so um, so that's how she starts, but then she gets into the astrology. Mm-hmm. She talks about the full moon. She talks about, she says, Valentine's Day, to my surprise, will be unusually bright. Uh, okay. I feel like she really says good things about Valentine's yeah. Day because it's Susan and she loves love and romance. But yeah, she loves cupids and candlelight. Rose petals. Rose petals, opulent China. Yes, fine China. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And she also says February 21st is going to be good for everyone. Um, The astrology part, you know, is fairly short because she can't resist then immediately talking about the calendar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and she will be selling the calendar at that Dallas event. Is that oh, right? Yes, it sounded like it. Yes. Yes, you can buy it for her and you don't have to pay for shipping. Oh, that's good because as I remember, the shipping was like as much as the calendar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she calls Uranus a wild child. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, there was one thing that I circled. I didn't, I don't know that I've ever heard her talk about this term before. Okay. She said, Venus. Uh, will tour Aquarius from February 6th to March 11th. And during that time, she will create with Uranus what astrologers call a mutual reception. Oh, I did see some of that. And I think uh, very briefly mentioned in like Capricorn or maybe in the bottom of my Taurus horoscope. But I was like, what? Okay. okay. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. She says a mutual reception occurs when one planet is in the sign that the other planet rules. Mm. Just, you know, I think I've been reading Susan Miller for such a long time, and then she drops a turn, new term. And Wow, yeah. You know, I'm a little confused, but it sounds like something that, like, Venus and Mars would love to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It does. I think it, I think I immediately was like, oh, this is a, like, their lovers thing. But right. I, think, I guess it could go for other planets as well. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's nice. We got, like, a little astrology gem, but then – the businesswoman comes back yeah. and she says, I hope you're following me on social media. Yes. And she says, almost every day I try to remind you of special sparkling dates that are coming up for you. And then she writes, no, I don't post pictures of the sandwich I'm having for lunch. Oh, so the, yeah, just so you guys know, it's she uses stock photos and then tells you some astrology things. She's not, you're not going to get like Susan Miller or the Dunkin' Donuts. She's too glamorous for that. She's too glamorous. Yeah. And ordinarily, I would say, great. I don't want to see random person yeah. like you're having for lunch, but I would love to see what I Susan Miller's having. Things. For lunch. I would actually actually love to know, like, oh, she's at Dunkin' or in like, and what sandwich is she having? And yeah. why? Yeah. Like, I mean, so, it's just, I don't think that, I would not imagine that Susan Miller is a big cookbook, but I would also be down for Susan Miller cookbook. I think Susan Miller's cookbook would be more kind of like lifestyle. Like yes, I think she would do absolutely. like the, the tablescape. Yeah, the tablescape with the uh, fine china. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. oh my God, if Susan Miller designed, ugh, Susan Miller, we can give you a merchandise. You should design a tablescape for every sign and we would be so into it. That is a great idea. Right. New assistant, if you listen to the podcast, that's our idea. Thank you. Yeah, feel yeah. free to steal our idea because we'll yeah, buy that. We'll and buy also that. tell Susan to post her lunch. Yes. Thank you. We actually want to know what she has for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Because like, she was on the Upper East Side, so I want to know if she's like one of those ladies that has like a Branzino every day, you know? Right. She might pop down to the yeah. Italian restaurant for yeah. the Branzino. Yeah, exactly. I want to know. Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So – then she goes through all of her social media mm -hmm. and she talks about Discord and she says she likes to do that AMA. Mm -hmm. um, then she talks a little bit more about this appearance in Dallas. And I really just – Dallas listeners would encourage you to go – or Texan listeners. Yeah, you know? please. People drive in Texas. So, like, if you – I'm sure – if you don't live in Dallas, I'm sure you can make it. Yeah. So the talk is called The Year Ahead 2024 and the Dates That Will Shape the Year. Wow. Um, I just want to go back to this mutual reception thing because now mm -hmm. I'm thinking that like, is that like when two celebrities have a podcast? <laughs> they like do like an AMA, but like with each other about celebrity stuff. <laughs> like that's what I it think sounds it could like. Be. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Or I also feel like if you like, you know how if you like throw a party, then you invite a lot of people. 
But, like, sometimes you just invite, like, one person over. Like, instead of being, like, I hung out with Alex, I could be, like, Alex and I had a mutual reception. I'm going to start doing that. Yes. And people can interpret that any way they want. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Alex, you know, like, on Tuesday, Alex and I had coffee in my house. It was a mutual reception. Yes. Very powerful. Very powerful. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Wow. What a note. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Susan's Uh, back. All right. Should we get into the horoscopes? Let's get into it. Okay. So I think first we have to say happy birthday, Aquarius. Happy birthday. Oh my gosh. I love when we're in the age of Aquarius. Never disappoints. No, never disappoints. Wow. If anybody wants to start singing songs from here, uh, that's one of the musicals I know. So great, go for it. Yeah. Um, okay. So happy birthday, Aquarius. Um, I think we had some good stuff, but she also wanted to wrap up a lot of stuff from last year as well. So Susan started off making a big point about how all of the eclipses that happened last fall had to do with like your home and property and like, were maybe presented challenges, but she said that, um, those eclipses are done so she kind of insinuated that, like, those problems would be over. But then I noticed throughout the horoscope there were lots of other focuses on home and family and property. So, like, it sounds like that's just a big part of the Aquarius life. But it's not mm-hmm. as tumultuous as the eclipse season, maybe. I think that I got the same vibes from yeah. that. Yeah. And also never forget that these terrible eclipses that she mentions at every opportunity were Taurus Scorpio. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Taurus Scorpio. So mm -hmm, great. Wonderful. Yeah. Love it. Lord. Yeah. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There was a lot of home. Yeah. And she kept saying like, oh, well, Jupiter's going to be in Taurus. So like, it's been wise for you to focus on your house because this is your best year in the decade. And I did love this. She said, you will likely love your results for you are turning your home into a castle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, So, oh, just to get this out of the way, the new moon is February 9th and the full moon is February 24th. Okay. Yes. Those are going to be a big focus. Those are a big focus. So uh-huh. she says um, home and family are also something that's going to come up for the new moon, February 9th. Um, I don't know. I felt like Aquarius, like I felt like generally February was not great, like what she mentioned in the note, and then mine was not great. But Aquarius wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. It just she wasn't like glowing. But then she would say things like, oh, my gosh, around the new moon of February 9th, there's going to be like 10 planets in Aquarius and that's a ton of planetary power so like you're gonna feel in control of so many events and I was like okay okay, that sounds like good and then she would say things like the new moon in your sign is always your cosmic gift certificate to use as you like so there's gonna be she's like the moon new moon will present opportunities in almost every area and then she was like but you gotta wait for romance FYI you have to wait for romance yeah Yeah. sorry Aquarius yeah sorry yes um, so that was like, oh, that's positive. But then she also had like a lot of things to warn, um, Aquarius about, which I feel like, um, she said that the new moon might bring problems with it. So back up all of your stuff, or you might also need a, like an unexpected home repair 
or there might be an issue with a committed partner. And that could be like a businessy person, like an accountant or something. And it'd be like something very unexpected. So it was just like a heads up that like, there's going to be an issue around. Yeah. 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 She yeah. said a big, heavy tree branch could fall onto the roof. of Yeah. Your house. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's, that's bigger than like a, you know, a home repair. <laughs> like, that is bigger yeah. than a home repair, but that's also very like you're honest. Like, yeah. You're, there are surprises and you can't guess what they are and you're not going to know. And then you're just going to deal with it. Yeah. And she was making a big deal about Uranus and saying that like sometimes the universe tests our resourcefulness and because Aquarius is a fixed sign and Uranus is traveling in Taurus, which is a fixed sign. Like, it might bring about a change and you'll have to compromise and fixed signs are like, why do I have to change at all? And that she said, but you are an Aquarius. So like you should find a creative and unusual way to solve your problems. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That was like, I was like, okay, that's a vote for like the innate resourcefulness of Aquarius. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she says the full moon falls in your eighth house Aquarius of other people's money. Mm. So that means that you might have to like write a big check for Mm. something that you don't want to write a big check for. Yeah. Um, But she said you might also then purchase something that's expensive and but like something that you want, like a, a condo or a car or like pay for like college tuition or something so it's like serious money but it might be good right yeah that's true that's yeah. true yeah um okay so you know it's susan and it is february so yeah she's talk about romance yeah gotta talk about valentine's day yeah. mm-hmm. um she says if you ever felt invisible you won't now <gasps> oh hello beautiful okay i know so she thinks that march 14th is gonna be great but mm-hmm. she thinks that or fe- February 14th. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. She thinks that February 21st is going to be even better for romance. Yeah, she held it a red-letter day for romance. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. So one for the record books, she said. Wow. Okay, so that's exciting. Um, but, yeah, she talked a lot about how Mars – this came up in many horoscopes, I think, but Mars and Venus are going to be conjunct. And, you know, every time they're conjunct, it's like, woo, 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 woo. Exciting times. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, spar- sorry, instead of making um, weird noises, I will quote her and say, they talk about sparkling electric vibrations. <laughs> I mean, they, your noises also achieve that. I think so. Talk about a mutual reception. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then my favorite was that, like, at the end, she was like, by the way, Venus is going to be an Aquarius, so use this time to buy new clothes. And women might want to get new makeup, but both sexes will want to buy perfume. <laughs> yeah. But only women. Only women can get makeup. <laughs> it's like, I think that we can expand that and say, Aquarians, um, feel free to try on some new makeup. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. Venus, for Venus is going to be like mutually recepting and being like, mm, I'm happy to look beautiful. Yeah. Venus yeah. is not just in- interested in helping the women. No. So, no. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So I feel like she seems positive for Aquarius, but she was also like heads up on the big expenses and some bumps and like, and that like home stuff is just like what's top of mind. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. But happy birthday. I think but it's happy a good birthday, month. Aquarius. Yeah. Happy birthday. I hope you have a great birthday. Um, okay. Alex, you want to update me on the Scorps? How are, the, how are they doing? I got a heads up. The, uh, okay. I know. I'd love to tell you about the Scorps. Okay. It's not the best month for the Scorps. <gasps> okay. Um, 
I think I should just start, though, by saying that she does say March will be much better. So, Scorps, take what I'm telling you, but also, like, we can make it through this short month. It'll be okay. We can't. We can't really fight the planets. No. You can't. No. So, okay. So she says the month is going to begin, begin. Okay. It's going to be fine. You're going to feel like, you know, you're still going about your life, blah, blah, blah. Everything is fine. Uranus, the wild child, hasn't caused any problems yet. Okay. Um, she actually says that in that first week, you might be like signing a deal, signing papers. Any negotiations happening, she says, should go as smoothly as cutting butter. Ooh la la. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. So cut, cut that butter, Scorp. Smooth like butter. Mm-hmm. hmm So she says Mars will remain in your third house. Um, all this is good. It's going to remain there until February 16th. And she mentions Venus and Mars, the cosmic mm-hmm. lovers. Um, all, you know, so many good things are going to happen. A wonderful time just in the beginning of the month for everyone. Yeah. And then she says, you may suddenly notice that the winds of change are blowing through your window once the new moon arrives in Aquarius. On February 9th. So this is where things start to go wrong, Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she said that thing again, like there are lots of planets in one place. And so like that's a lot of powerful energy. But as mm-hmm. opposed to what she said for Aquarius, I don't think yeah. it's necessarily a good thing for Scorpio. Um, but she did say this could also shift your attention to home um, and property. Okay. Okay. So then she talks a little bit about Uranus is coming, bringing shocks through unexpected news. And she, as always, very kindly recognizes that Scorpio is a fixed sign who doesn't like to lose control. Um, You know, I think there was something she said about, was it in the note maybe? Like, try to remain flexible, which... It's just not my greatest. Uh, That's a big ask. That's a big ask. Yeah. She said, oh, but you, is it because like we're in Aquarius and they're kind of like creative and like fluid? So maybe we can borrow from that. Oh, I don't know actually, but okay. I think that's a good explanation. Okay. Um, so she's like, you know, try to remain flexible because things are going to come up because Uranus is orbiting and like some. Like, lots of different things can happen. She seems to think that it's going to happen with, like, a partner, she says. But the way the partner is defined is, like, a Susan Miller list. Yeah, okay. In fact, like, you know, there is this energy about your home and then you're going to have problems with a, quote, partner. So it could be something like your landlord is a problem. And, (gasps) you know, she always gives that scenario of, like, your building is getting bought out and, like, what are you going to do about it? And she goes into that whole story. Um. She said, an individual in your circle may make you upset. She says, try not to, like, let this get to you. And then Scorpios, if you're born near October 23rd, you're going to feel that the most. She said, also, you this you may be coming into a time where your mother or father needs your help. She said that, I think, maybe last month. And it was like, you're going to kind of have to think about how 
you're going to deal with all these things. And then she starts the next paragraph by saying, I don't want to worry you. Meanwhile, she's just gone through. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Terrible thing for Scorpio. Yes, I'm feeling anxious. Yeah. But she yeah. says like, you know, these things can be worked out. If you learn that your building is being bought out by some real estate developer, like maybe you'll get a good deal and you can Lord, figure out okay. how to deal with it. The New Yorker me is like vomiting. <laughs> I know. No, it's really oh terrible. God. I don't know why she always says that. Um, I mean, she just says straight up that the new moon is under siege by Uranus. So oh, that's not great. Yeah. Yikes on bikes. Okay, what I know. The, what did the moon do to you? <laughs> like, I know. I'm feeling attacked yeah, here. Yeah. I don't like this. Um, she mentions distant, long distance travel or relocation. She also mentions the import-export of goods or services, not to be confused with the import-export of ideas. Uh, right. Remember when she used to talk about that? I love the import-export of ideas, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, she, I think she thinks that this reassures us, but she keeps saying, like, this new moon is really terrible, but don't worry. It's terrible for everyone. Yeah, okay. But I'm yeah. kind of like, mm, that's kind of terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, wow. so – Gotta talk about romance. Yeah, gotta talk about it. Gotta in talk about February. it. How are the fleets? It sounds like if you're in a relationship, you might have some fleets. Oh, okay. A fleet. Okay, fleets of Cupid coming your way. Ship yeah. it out. Ship it out. <laughs> They're coming for you. She yeah. says, this, so here's her recommendation. I mean, we love a Susan Miller Valentine's Day yeah. like recommendation to yeah. us. If you cannot go for a sumptuous dinner together on Valentine's Day because you have children, you can arrange a great dinner to enjoy after your child or children go to sleep. You can um, cater it. You need not cook unless you are like me and love to cook. Wait, time out because I just had a great idea. Um, do you like breakfast tacos? Uh, of course I do. Yeah. I'm not so a monster. One of my favorite um, New York breakfast taco places is called King's David Taco. And they do taco drops where like you pre-order and they will bring like five breakfast tacos to your building in like a tray and then you like eat them or reheat them like the next couple days. And I think for you, you should get yourself some Valentine's breakfast tacos. I really want Valentine's Day breakfast yeah, tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fleets of tacos. Fleets of tacos, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, uh -huh. I think that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, so Sorry, yeah, please continue. You, no, if you have children, don't let it stop you. No, don't let it stop you. Get your breakfast tacos. Get your breakfast tacos. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I felt like the Valentine's Day was a little weird in that yeah. she's usually like, if you're in a relationship, do X. If you're yeah. not, do Y. Yeah. And she didn't offer advice for single Scorpios. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah. So I thought that was a little weird. Okay. So then she gets to the full moon and she says, a friend might be going through a difficult time and need your assistance. And she oh. said, the, the moon is symbolic of female. So your friend is likely to be a female friend. Okay. Okay. So Laura, if you're having a problem around the full moon, uh -huh. I am aware of this and I'm okay. available. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So I was like, okay, you know, I don't want a friend to have a problem, but like, you know, whatever friendship, great. It really takes a turn here where she says there's an alternative possibility that you will have a falling out with a friend and due to the incident, not want to see her again. It is likely you'd hear a comment she made about you and the betrayal may be too much to bear. <gasps> oh no. So, like friend breakup. Yeah. And I oh, just, God. 
I know. I found myself today texting my Scorpio friend who was embezzled, and I said, I promise not to betray you. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, so next month we're going to need to see if there's a betrayal or an embezzlement update. Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. What if you're – what's his, what's like friendship embezzlement? Ugh, I hope uh, not. I can't handle that. Oh, my God. White collar crime all around. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> – so as always, it's like, okay, so the full moon could be a friend needs help. It could be a friend betrays you. It could also be that you might be working with a charity or a community-oriented group, and you'll be given a chance to volunteer. That is very different. I agree. I don't think I would ever put those in the same category because they're not even like mirror reflections of each other. I know, but it's related. She says it's like the same thing, the full moon. It's like it might not be a friend. It might be that it's an organization and you're going to be volunteering. Oh, like a friend might need your help but I, or the friend could be an organization that needs your help. I guess so. I think we're really like drawing the lines. Uh, that's season. very thin. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, All right. All right. Well, I would – I would. yeah, I mean I would hope that instead of a friend betraying you, you could just go um, volunteer for a minute, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So to sum up, this first week should be fine. February 7th should be fine. The 14th should be fine. Mm -hmm. 21st should be fine. A friend may betray you. You could have problems with your home. It just, it's kind of dark, but she does end by saying March will be better. All right. I'm really excited for March. And I just think the blanket solution to this is that um, all Scorpios should pre-order themselves some breakfast tacos. I think so too. Yeah. I think that's perfect because also she ha- she puts so much stress this month on unexpected things yeah. happening. And if mm-hmm. you're going to expect some tacos. Yeah. Then you can win. Yeah. yeah. What a great way to potentially bring some joy at a time when Uranus is going to make something terrible happen. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for the taco tip, Laura. Yeah. You're welcome. I just thought you guys needed some light in this dark time. <laughs> I think they like drop them off on a Sunday. There's specific days, but and there's like a whole selection. You can you can get like a you know an ensemble or like <gasps> one flavor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't wait yeah. to do some taco research. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Okay. Okay, thank great. You. Thank you, Scorpio. Wow. Well, I I'd Woo. love to hear that it's it's better for Taurus. It is better for Taurus, and you know we are like complementary opposite signs. So like I don't know like. You know, maybe if your friends are betraying you, I'll throw them into the basketball hoop. Like, you know, you pass, pass it to me and I'll throw them in the trash. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's nice. Slam That's con- dunk on that friendship betrayal. <laughs> okay, well, if anyone threatens, I can tell them about that. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. put them off betraying me. Yeah, Scorpios have Taurus to back them up. Okay. That's right. Yeah. To, okay, I'm doing so great. I'm on a fuego tonight. Okay, so Taurus, <laughs> this is your horoscope for February 2024. Okay, Oof. yeah, we are. I actually, year. like, in my mind, I heard 2023. Me too. I got kind of lightheaded as soon as I said the four. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So Taurus, it seems to be a lot about career. And Susan keeps talking about how we have a very exciting chart for career advancement. So like if you want a new position or a promotion or you're self-employed, she says this is a month to roll up your sleeves and get started. Like not just to roll your sleeves up, but like get started. 
Oh, Actually, okay. Not like rolling them for like fashion, like push them up and get to work. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, just cause you know, she's a fashionista. I wanted to clarify. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, the new moon of February 9th, um, she said that the sun, the new moon, Mercury and Pluto are all gathered in one of my favorite houses, the 10th house of honors, awards and achievements. <laughs> Finally. I feel yeah. like you were missing that part. Yeah. Yeah. We had it for a while and it went away, but I think it's back. Um, uh, and so she says this month's new moon is working to elevate your status in your industry. But of course we know Uranus is doing some shenanigans like all over everybody's chart right now. So Uranus might be sending confusing messages because he is conflicting with the sun and the new moon. Um, and he's going to be in an angle to Venus and Venus rules Taurus and Venus also rules your sixth house of work project. So what to make of this? She asks, don't worry. She answers. She says, it might be something like you might get like, it's something will be good for your career. Like you might get one or more offers from another employer, but something about the proposal is off. So you might be like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to take it because like it'll affect how I care for my family. And that's more important, whatever. There might be like good news coming, but it's not quite right. She said, or it might be that like somebody will present you with like an as is kind of offer, but you can be like, we should actually do this differently. So she seemed to be like, whatever happens, there'll be something confusing and it won't be quite right. But you, because you're a Taurus, you can like counter offer with like oh. creative or better solution. Okay. Yeah. So, so there was some hope there, but Uranus was going to be shaking it up, doing shenanigans. As we said, Uranus is going to be a pain in our butts. Okay, guys, that's just what's going on. Okay. Um, and then there was more about career because Mars is going to move into the most important part of your chart, the 10th house of honors, awards, and achievements on February 13th. And he's going to stay there until um, the end of March. And it's going to be the first time since 2022 that we've had such favor from Mars, who is an action planet. Um, so you want to make the most of this Mars energy. Like, okay, great. An action planet. Yeah, he's an action planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the new moon in Aquarius on February 9th is going to start this ball rolling um, because, like, the new moon is on February 9th and the Mars comes into that, the picture on February 13th. And so you have, like, a big window of time to find the right role. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she says, for tourists in general, February and March will be your most important months of 2024 for seeing career progress. Okay, so I would really roll up your sleeves. Yeah, really roll up your sleeves. Yeah. Um, Okay, so then she went into a big thing about Venus and Mars and how much they love each other. And, you know, I'm going to say right now, I actually think, like, just to go back to the Taylor Swift conversation we were having about Taylor Swift and Susan Miller's astrological predictions, I really do think one of the things that people are so fascinated with them is that I feel like they embody the archetypes of Venus and Mars, like Mm -hmm. Mars, football player, like top of the game, you know, beating everybody. And she's like this beautiful, creative woman who's like, you know, super famous and everybody admires her. And she's like, here, wear this red lipstick, these friendship bracelets, look at my sparkle clothes. And then if you wrong Venus, like she lets you know. And Taylor mm-hmm. Swift is like, let me write you a love song about the betrayal. Right. And Mars is like, Venus is amazing. She's so bejeweled. And Taylor Swift is like, finally has a boyfriend who's like, oh my God, I'm so bejeweled. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to say, I think that's why like people are into this is that it like really fits a Venus Mars archetype. Okay. Yes. They're yeah. like the human version of these yes, planets. Exactly. 
I think this is an amazing reading. Mm -hmm. And if there's anyone out there who can make this happen, I think twofab.com needs to interview Laura about Susan's twofab.com interview. Yes, totally. Okay. Um, Okay. So anyway, back to Venus and Mars. They're in love. Venus rules Taurus and she loves it when she loves to be with her boyfriend. So like when Venus can take her private jet and hang out with her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey Mars, they really like it. (laughs) And like good things happen for Taurus. (laughs) Um, So in February, Venus and Mars will be hanging out. Um, and then, uh, they're going to conjoin on February 22nd, um, (laughs) in Aquarius. And this will set off electric sparks. Oh boy. So, and because like, this is a career focused thing, it's going to be very good. So basically when Venus and Mars take Taylor Swift's private jet to our 10th house of honors, awards and achievement, and they're making love magic in there, it's going to be so good for Taurus. This sounds incredible. Yeah, it sounds incredible. Um, so so we're going to be notable. We're going to be charming. We will be popular with higher-ups and subordinates. Everyone is going to want to work with us. This is incredible. Yeah, it's very incredible. When you start bringing, like, the Taylor Swift energy into it, it makes it sound like we're going to, like, explode into billions. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You, okay. <laughs> you put an interesting um, yeah. spin on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so... Then Venus is going to enter Aquarius and our career sector on February 16th until March 11th. So it kind of seems like both Mars and Venus are going to be with us from like mid-February to like middle March. So that's a good time for us. Um, And so that's why everything is like so glittering and wonderful. Um, And so also because Venus is um, gliding through Aquarius, which is experimental and creative, we will also take on some of those qualities. So, like, right. And so, and Uranus is Aquarius's ruler and is also called a genius planet. And so, like, Uranus is, like, causes chaos, but that's also, like, opportunity for creativity. So, like, these things, because, these like, it'll be good for us. Like, like, Venus will take on the best aspects of Aquarius and Uranus by being, like, really creative. Yeah. Um, Okay, then we got to get into romance. And she just said, in general, everything for Valentine's Day, if you are a committed Taurus, is like A++, get married, get engaged, love each other, like, mm, 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 mm. Venus and Mars, mm, 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 mm. yum, yeah, delicious times. Yeah, Um, I'm, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's really good for Tauruses when Venus and Mars are just, like, nonstop banging all month, like, it's just, I do too. Yeah, it's really, like, I'm feeling, like, lightheaded and euphoric. Okay, but then for the single Tauruses, the full moon in Virgo on February 24th, that is good for single Tauruses. It's going to be a very romantic episode Um, because if you're looking for someone special and this full moon, it's a great time. And the full moon is at a great angle to um, the happiness planet, Jupiter. And Jupiter is going to be in Taurus. So it's a great blessing for Taurus. It sounds like a great blessing. Yeah, it's a great blessing. So during the full moon of uh, February 24th, uh, the full moon will be in our fifth house of true love. And the sun and Mercury and Saturn are all going to be close to our 11th house of hopes and wishes. So it's like true love plus hope and wishes. Um, So and because like Saturn's going to be doing something, it's like very serious. It's like like it can be felt for a few days and it's like serious about love. Right. Well, Saturn means business. Yeah. He's like, we're not, we're not like, we're not doing a, like, um, a little fling here. It's like, if it's someone special, they're special. Okay. Yeah. 
whew, getting lightheaded the Venus and Mars are really I know this me. is a this is oh. a lot of activity. Oh, I know. Whew. Okay, so then we like after all of that, where we're just like high on the fumes of Venus and Mars. <laughs> <laughs> like clearly I am very excited about my career and how much Venus and Mars are gonna be helping me out with their like their glitter falling all over me. She did want to give some practical advice. Please. Because there was like something else is going to happen on the full moon of February 24th. And it's like a little unclear, but might be something unexpected. And she just gave this. She's like, whatever happens, if it's like good, bad, whatever, whatever comes up, don't try to eat the entire enchilada in one sitting. Small bites work best. Yes. Is that what she said? Yes. Yes. Don't eat the entire enchilada in one sitting. I think she is kind of referring to a common advice, which is like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Yes, like, I have, you have heard a, that. If you have a big problem, like just take one step at a time. Right. Yeah. But, but she, she inserted enchilada. Enchilada instead of elephants. And it was it was bites and sittings. Yeah. I'm kind of blown away by this. I'm not sure why. I, yeah. I've never heard her this talk is, about Mexican food like, before. I know. Thank you. Oh, why is that <laughs> I'm like, and now, you know, I'm really clearly thinking a lot about Susan's lunch choices. And now I'm like, it, does she order Mexican food? I know. And I just gave you taco advice. <laughs> right. But yeah. then she admit, she said she loves to cook. So is she over there smushing up guacamole? Yeah. I don't know. Also, enchiladas are a time-intensive meal. Agreed. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just letting you know. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Okay. Um, well, next time someone says that elephant saying to me, I'm going to be like, or enchiladas. Or enchiladas. Yeah. Because also, like, eating an elephant is like, I don't want to. Like, I just think of, like, the tough skin. and But I'm like, an enchilada, I'm like, correct. I should actually don't eat a whole pan of enchiladas at once. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Practical like, advice. Yeah. Um, okay, so then to close out, there was one thing that came up in the, the horoscope that I needed to follow up on because last month Susan mentioned something about our emerald year, and I was like, whoa, 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 where was this warning? And I feel like months and months ago she said something about our emerald year, but then she was ill and the horoscopes were shorter and she never mentioned it. And we've actually been in it since May, <sighs> since May of 2023, and it goes until May 2024. So we're like halfway, more than halfway through our emerald year. Oh, no. You need to get serious. I know. Thank God Venus and Mars are bejeweling us. Wow. I know. I know. And you've been told to roll up your sleeves. Yeah. Maybe so, just take your sleeves off. Maybe. Yeah. I don't even need sleeves. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So she just want to let us know that Jupiter is still in the sign of Taurus. And that means you're still in your emerald year. A year when dream dreams can come true because you are the celestial favorite. So it was just like, by the way, you have like three more months of Emerald Year. Yeah. Yeah. Get get started. Get, yeah. So and we have until May 25th, 2024. And I don't know if like, you know, there's a little residual effect or whatever, but basically, you guys, February, March for our career, Venus and Mars are like into us. Yeah, and it's our Emerald Year, so Taurus is like, let's let's go. I'm gonna quote Travis Kelsey: "You gotta fight for your right to party." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say, but 
<laughs> it's very kind of you to attribute that quote to Travis Kelsey. I mean, he was certainly he not the first person to say that. He didn't come up with it. He quoted it on stage after he won the AFC Championships. <laughs> okay. Well, I just, as a Beastie Boys fan, I have to... Remind like, people of that song. I, I would like to think the Scorpio in the River be like, we are not crediting Travis Kelsey with originating that quote. <laughs> Thank you, Scorpio. Scorpio's, I got, I got you know, carried away. <laughs> no, but I mean, this is why we're opposite. Yeah, exactly. Opposite signs or yeah. the same sign. I mean, we're both fixed signs. Yeah, so fixed, we both fixed have signs. Problems. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm so glad that you can keep me apprised of the goings on of the human forms of Venus and Mars. Yeah. No, totally. Travis and Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. I know. I like, yeah. Twofab.com. Call me. I'm ready to talk about Travis and Taylor. (laughs) Oh, if only. (sighs) Okay. Um, Okay. So yeah, Taurus, there you go. Scorpio. Oh my God. Best of luck. Our hearts will be with you. Thank you, Taurus. Thank you for the support. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna survive and we're gonna see you in March. Yeah, Scorpio, if it just gets a little too rough, you can just come sit over with the Tauruses for a second. Oh, can we have a mutual reception? Yeah, we have a mutual reception. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I feel better now. Yeah, yeah. And if your friend betrays it, you throw them over to me and I'll put them in the trash. <laughs> oh, I feel so much better. Yeah. I love yeah. a plan. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, okay wow what a time to be alive <laughs> yeah I just I don't know something I mean I'm gonna say something got into us tonight but for yeah. you we know it was the glitter of it was the glitter Venus of Mars, and Mars. And Venus. I mean also I am currently baking a cake from a Dolly Parton cake mix so I think I was high on life right now I, I think you're high from yeah. the Dolly vibes yeah the Dolly vibes and the and and that's what the Grammys are gonna be on tonight and I like know that Taylor Swift is gonna do something amazing and so like yeah Okay. Yeah. yeah. Please let me know what happens because I don't know that I'll be watching. <sighs> totally. Yeah. No, that's okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, good luck, everybody, with February and, you know, the first few days of March. We'll see if Susan Miller keeps up posting the horoscopes on time. Hope her health stays well. Um, yeah. We didn't get a health update. Yeah. So I'm hoping she's okay. Um, and, uh, like, everybody keep us posted, like, if you get embezzled or anything. We want to know. Yeah, we want to know. Okay. We'll see you guys next month. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks.